Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a vibe with fire, vibe with fire. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Vibe with Five. You got here myself, Joel Bayer, Stephen Housen, and the guests for the week. The one and only Mr. Darren Vent. How you doing, bro? You yeah, good? I'm all good, man. You? Listen, man, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about doing this for a while. We've got Rio Ferdinand here as well. I almost forgot that he was here, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Rio? You good? I'm good, man. I'm excited to speak to Benny, man. People try and talk to me about goal scores and, and his name don't get mentioned. You need to give him the flowers, man. You're here. Good to see you, bro. <laughs> Definitely, man. We're really going to get into that. And we've also got a new show with Darren Bent coming on the channel soon, isn't it, Rio? Yeah. Football boots. He's a, he's a man who loves his footwear. Ooh. Trust me. So we're going to be doing stuff here. We're also going to be making sure that you guys check out his content on his channel as well. Doing really good. Uh, we got a great episode coming up today. But Rio, that's a bit presumptuous. No, about what? How do you know it's going to be great? We haven't started yet. Oh, trust me. It's, it's going to be good. <laughs> Full of good messages as well. Speaking about messages, Rio, um, I saw you put out something very powerful yesterday on your Instagram and your Twitter as well. You were defending Vinicius Jr. Obviously, he was again victim of racist chants by opposing fans. Real Madrid played Valencia yesterday. They lost 1-0. Um, and then, yeah, he started getting like booed on and you know what I mean chanting negative things I think they were calling him a monkey and stuff like that and he comes out and he's in the guy's in tears he's literally distraught and not only is it a bad situation but he's actually not defended really by commentators journalists post-match Ancelotti came out for a bit, didn't he? But the journalist was almost kind of like, this didn't happen, he's mistaken. Uh, That was the angle they came out with it. It's like the third time it's happened. The commentator was just like, yeah, we need to do something about racism, but he instigated the situation. (laughs) You know, and then the co- the commentators. I mean, post match, obviously, you had the um, they were asking Ancelotti questions, and Ancelotti rightfully said, "I don't want to talk about the football. I want to talk about what's happened here today." Rio, what was your post about? Yeah, listen, it was in response to the, the treatment that Vinicius Junior got last night. I think at the game, this isn't the first time I've been watching it from afar for a while now, and all season at various different locations, different stadiums in, in La Liga, he's been getting this type of treatment, monkey chance. Just it's, it's just racist behaviour. It's just been a joke, and I've just been looking to see what what are the, the 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 what the how the situation plays out with these clubs and the places that he goes or the perpetrators of this this type of shit really. Um, and nothing seems to be happening. And I'm sitting there watching this young superstar, this young black guy playing the game that he loves in another country, bringing joy to millions of people around the world, Spain. And then he's subjected to this on a regular basis. And people trying to hide it. And I saw Ancelotti and shout out Ancelotti, Carlo Ancelotti for coming out and speaking so passionately and in defence of his player. When you've got people or journalists and people in the media, especially in that country, talking and trying to justify 
or play down the actions of some of these ignorant people that have, that have been doing this and, and he's been subjected to this and they're going, oh no, but we didn't, they didn't say this or they didn't say that. It wasn't quite like this. Why are you trying to make excuses for? It's a fucking, it's a joke. I can't believe it. It's, it's, I'm, uh, let's listen, I'm angry, let alone, can you imagine being his mum and his dad? It's just about coming together. I think the players nowadays have got such huge platforms that we never had when we played. They're so fortunate in some ways to have the big platforms that they do. They're bigger than most, more, all, the, all the big media companies individually, let alone together. They need to come together. We need to come together, even the players that from past and the players that are playing currently and have a unified approach to this. And I think the only way that people are going to listen is if players just step away from games and say, listen, this weekend we ain't playing. Until your rules and regulations are bang in place where the perpetrators, the people that shout this stuff and the clubs get punished properly and the repercussions are of a standard that we all agree on, then it there's, there's games that are going to be missed in the calendar. And that means that there'll be money that'll be coming out of the pockets of these big corporations that then they have to listen to. Because until that happens, these guys are going to go, oh, they're going to make a little bit of noise now. We're all going to get behind someone and make a little text like we have this weekend. Few few messages on social media and they get swept under the carpet again. The players nowadays don't realise, they've got to realise how powerful they are. They have the power now. With all of these big platforms... All of the, the fans that can see and understand the narrative that they push out, it can't be skewed by anyone in the media who's controlling it, sitting behind the table. They have the control, man. We, we have to come together and take it. Like I said, players from the past, players from the present, people in the media who have a voice as well have to come together and speak because this is just going to keep on happening, man. Rio, uh, before we read what uh, Gianni the FIFA president said about the three-step process, I want to ask, have you spoken to Vinny Jr. at all, uh, considering all of this? Yeah, well, he messaged me after the post. I, I've spoken to him every now and again on social media, and he, he 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 messaged me after the post I put out within minutes. So he was on social media, so um, just to say thank you. Um, and then he posted his message, which was a really powerful message. But um, again, I've had other players reach out to me, Clarice Seedorf, among others. They're like, listen, we'll, we'll, let's, let's kind of come together with the players of the past, players of, of now and the present. But there has to be a unified approach. And I think we've always looked at this as too much, too singular and too individual. Iris, I have an issue. I deal with it on my own. I ain't strong enough or powerful enough to kind of make the big enough waves that can affect the whole game. Romelu Lukaku can't do it on his own. Mario Balotelli can't do it on his own. Jerome Botan can't do it on his own. Vinicius Jr. can't do it on his own. You, Mbappe, as big as he is, couldn't do it on his own. You need a team, you need a group, man. This is a team sport, that means something. And you've got to, you go into battle to win games together, you've got to go into battle off the pitch to sort big causes that can have a massive impact, not only in the game, but socially as well. So I think it's, it's, it's times now, man, and I think I, that's my big call to the, to, to, to the older players. Understand how powerful you are as a group, rather than looking at yourselves as individuals, because we're all going to sit there and, and message... Vinicius, but what's going to be done behind the scenes that puts these big corporations, puts the clubs, puts the authorities, the associations under immense pressure? There you go. You know, we have to listen. These guys have to be at the table when big decisions are being made. The repercussions are being set for these people. They have to be there. Can you imagine the repercussions that they'd be now if, um, and for all the people that was always kicking off about why are players taking the knee? Nothing's changed. That's why they were taking the knee to draw attention to this. Can you imagine the repercussions now if Real Madrid, instead of taking the knee this weekend, just left? Mm. Line up and leave. Exactly. Just all of you leave. Just straight off the bat leave. Unbelievable shout. Like, 
all the people that were of the ignorance to go, what does that taking the knee mean? Yeah, we stopped it. People don't talk about it no more. It, all it was, well, it wasn't that it was going to change the world. It's just it keeps the conversation going, keeps racism, discrimination at the top of the conversation. Because like I said, the powers that be, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are happy to see those type of actions go out the window because it takes the focus somewhere else. These people, they... <laughs> I know what you're saying. They 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 don't want it to be part of the conversation. But the problem is especially not saying there's no racism in the UK, by the way, but especially in Spain and England, they're just on a completely different wave, man. They're on some in your face business, bruv. Like when you look at what the commentators are saying yeah. afterwards, you know, when you're looking at like even Gianni, FIFA president, you know, he's talking about the three step process. I've never seen the three-step no, process that's, in action. That's, no, that's never worked. That's I've not I've not heard of one, no, you, one instance not, where this has happened but, and that process has followed. But, but the funny thing is, yeah, you've got your process, but the process is never implemented because yeah. I feel like these people are more afraid of them losing out the money yeah. from the attendances and yeah, from 100%. the food, and because there's a lot of money that's made on a match day. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned. Take action, take action now. So the, the onus is on the referee or like sometimes on the players to do it. I hear you, but instead of just coming out and saying, like this is Gianni, just coming out and saying three-step process, he needs to look at himself as well and say, you know what? We're going to have to make sure that this process comes into place. Yeah. Let's not act like he he can't, he doesn't have any power over referees or whatever it is. Well, yeah, that, Gianni coming out and going, oh, there's there's a process in place. Why don't be the head of football and say, exactly. La Liga, fix your shit, exactly. or I'm going to come and fix your shit? Exactly. Like, wouldn't that be what the leader of, 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 of football of, is meant to come and do? Exactly. So the governing bodies, the, 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 the governing bodies just need to govern it. Put stuff in place exactly. that people can't wiggle. The, the, exactly. the, the leagues at the moment can wiggle. They can blame. They can push it to other people. Mm -hmm. they, can, they can point the finger as that responsibility over there. Governing bodies need to take a hold of it and go, this is exactly how stuff needs to go down when there's an issue, when there's a racism problem in the ground, this has to happen, no gray areas, black and white, that's it. But that don't happen, yeah. even the journalists, I see some of the journalists trying to justify it. That is like, and it's so embarrassing, but what that tells me, they have the platform to do that and the confidence to do that because they know that there's not gonna be no repercussions for them. They can, for, to go on TV and to say, it's because Vinicius is dancing, that's why this is happening. What type of excuse is that? Or, or he instigate, he's instigated yeah. it. My man goes and gets a red card afterwards as well. And the guy was crying, you know, Rio. We've got videos that he was actually yeah. crying tears. The people that make these decisions as well, they ne they're never going to have to go through this. They have never been through this. And their kids will never have to go through this. That's why the severity that they deal with it isn't the way it should be. Because they don't know what this feels like. And, that's, and it's, it's bad to say that, but that's a fact. Because if, they, if it happened to them, they would attack this very differently with different energy. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, hang on, La, La Liga go, oh, it's on the club. The club go, oh, it was on the fans. And the fans go, oh, we don't know who said it. La Liga needs to mm. circle this all in and go, cool, until you fix it, you don't get to have fans in your stadium. Because clearly you can't be trusted to have fans in your stadium. So now you play empty stadiums. Real Madrid can bring their away fans. That's it. Yeah. Well, I want to say anyway, um, well done for making like moves towards it because you could have said I'm in England has got nothing to do with me do you know what I mean yeah, like so you know what I mean and I think it's it's good because um I saw it all over blogs and stuff like that and and I think it's 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 good to get that conversation going and it's good that you got that contact with Vinny and hopefully you and the former ex-players can really do something come together uh so well done using your platform well um I want to lightly move it on um obviously we got here Darren Bent <laughs> 
goal scoring machine. Um, I'm putting it out there. Yes, he played for Spurs, but he's an Arsenal fan at heart. <laughs> he's an Arsenal fan at heart. So don't worry, man. This is vibe with five, man. We don't we we don't cut corners around here. Um, now, Joe, I know, was, you, Joe. Sorry, I know you want to go on to um, talk about Man City winning the league and how Arsenal got so close and was a great runner-up, was a great challenger. But I'm not going to be here to listen to this. It's just going to do my in. So I'm going to sit here and congratulate you guys on a great season, Arsenal, playing for top four, um, and congratulate Man City, three in a row. Um, did he text you again? He's texted me while we're on here. Um, so I've not looked at it yet. But he's, um, but I have to say congratulations because I think they've, they've been formidable. They've, they, they let you get a little bit of a lead, Arsenal. But the experience at the turn of the corner when the business started, business end of the season came, they just went bang, put it into overdrive and just, I don't think they even went into overdrive, they just put it into second and went, right, see you later. Put you in the slipstream. Um, but this team, they're going to be talked about as one of the best teams ever in the Premier League, no doubts. Better than the 07-08 team? It might be. They've got to win a few more things yet. Um, but yeah, they, they, win, they win the Champions League, then they're definitely, that conversation definitely happens and... Um, it's happening now, bro. What are you talking about? Are you been seeing social media? It's happening now. They ain't won it yet. It's happening now that they're a better team than the 07 08 team. All over the net. No, they can't say that. Yeah, you got to win the Champions League. I'm, yeah. Listen, it's happening. And also, they got, the to, pep, they got to keep the holding pep, that title because the, the Premier League versus, might have something to the, say about that. The Pep versus Sir Alex Ferguson yeah. argument is getting stronger and stronger, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think Pep. Might need to see if he can do what Sir Alex Ferguson did in Scotland with Aberdeen. Can he beat Real Madrid with Aberdeen? Okay, but listen. I don't no, think no, no, so. No, no, no. Look, we've got Darren Benton here as well. He's, I'm sure he's going to back me in this argument. Is it Pep's fault, right, that he's inherited no, new team? That's what but happens but when you fact. win. Why is he going to win when everything he's won at Barcelona, when every, everything he won at Bayern, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, but he can't do it with a small right. team? He hasn't well, had to. I'll show this winning, then. And he's been doing a very good job at it. Shut up and listen for a second. That's the truth, though, right? If he wins the Champions League, now he moves ahead of Strikes Ferguson by one after managing what's been called the best teams in the world for like the last 20 years. Okay, but I swear he's So he's like, underachieved. He's managed his, for managerial, so-called greatest his manager. managerial career. How old is he versus what Sir Alex Ferguson was? Like when he was doing all of this, yeah. he's got like another flipping 15 years left in his career. Hmm. Come Same. on, man. I'm calling <laughs> it from now. Everyone's uncomfortable. I said it on BT the other day, Joel. What I said, I said with Pep Guardiola, how many managers influence a whole generation? Like in terms of the style of football, the whole football pyramid has changed the way that they look at football because of one man's thought process. And that's Pep Guardiola. Like you're just seeing teams at the, it, Sunday football, just to two centre halves dropping towards near the corner flag to get the ball. That never happened ever, ever. But this guy chose to do it. You've got fullbacks rolling into midfield now. And nowhere on the pyramid was they doing that before. He's brought these ideas to the game. That's why I think he's, yes, he wins. Yes, he created great teams and been a part of great football clubs. But I think his real legacy is, is, the way that he kind of looks at the game, analyzes it, and brings new things. He's a maverick. He's an innovator, and I think that's his true genius. And he's your mate. Yeah, okay. and you're staying on his Christmas card list. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, but you know, like 100. percent I think uh, where we're still we... sucking up to Man City. You're going to get out of me for today, right? I'm over and out. I love bantering. I love giving it the you know the Man United ja- uh, jabs here and there. But I think where Fergie was was the man. Hold on a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa. Joe, Joe, Joe. Wait, 
If, 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 Arsenal, if Arsenal and Arteta, wait, if Arsenal and Arteta finish top four next season, don't win the league and don't get a trophy, does he stay or go? Yes, he stays. He has to stay. I feel like normally I've got two Arsenal fans for no, one. No. He's got to stay. He's got to stay. Why? Building, still building momentum, building. Is That's it? He's right. got to stay. That's right. So he's actually not even got as good a season as Oli had and we sacked Oli after that season. You understand that, right? Yeah, but it's also, look, you get vibes at the club. Vibes. Ah! <laughs> he wants vibes. <laughs> it's the truth, though. It's the truth. Basically, when, when, what Joel's saying Mourinho... is, put the contracts on the table, <laughs> let him ride whatever numbers on it he wants. Literally. When Mourinho like, came second for United that season, right? You and we got the same amount of points as you got this season. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. That season. Like, he still weren't being backed by the board over Paul Pogba. Why? Yeah. Because the vibes weren't there. No, That's it's the Glazers. With the this is the whole reason the United fans have lost our melons over the last 15 Football years. He had to give it one of those. But yeah, no, of course, Arteta has to say, no doubt. Like, what he's done for us this season, it's been a great season, man. Made, Honestly, great. He's, he's, made, a, great he's made us believe. He's made Arsenal fans <laughs> he's, believe he's again. He's made us believe. And the, no, you and believed all is, the time anyway because you're all off your head. And the right? <laughs> there, was no, there was no lack of belief in no, Arsenal no. fans. We, we, we've got an identity now. Players actually want to play for us. We, we're back in the Champions League. And honestly, if we go out there in the summer and we make... Don't say it, Joel. Don't say it. What did you say? What identity is that? The Arsenal way, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? Be top of the league for 93% of it and then bottle it. That's the Arsenal way. Four out of five times it's call, Arsenal. Call, call, it, call it what you want. I think we're in a better position than Man United. As it Do you know we've well. improved by the same amount of points? Yeah, but I don't think you should be going on points. Because, oh, it's like that, is it now? No, I, mm, interesting I argument. Because, no, but I don't. Because if you look at... I don't. I don't. Because, for example, City are, City are probably going to end up with less points than they did in their Centurions year. Right? Does that... Is that team better than the current team? Yes or no? It's a very interesting argument they you, made because I see pick this team, right? I see point counters all over the gaff, right? No, it's I, not me. I see point counters everywhere. There was even an Arsenal one saying that look, this Arsenal team's got more uh, points than the treble team. Jose got more points than the oh, treble team. Listen. If anybody can come and sit next to me, have a straight face, and argue Don't that Ashley Young's United was better than Roy Keane's United. Then I don't know what to do. There's medication, there's therapy, but there's no way. There's been a point slip. <laughs> there's there's been a point slip. There's a provable point slip year on year. Well, I really, I'm, I'm I'm I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Friend of the channel now. Right. Come on anytime you want, man. Lovely to see you. We've got a hook up, man. Thanks again. I'll see you on your show. Nice one, mum. Nice mum. Right. So Rio's gone. <laughs> Stephen Housen. Why are you making that face? Because I know what you're bringing up. What am I bringing up? You're bringing up a tweet. That's right. What tweet am I bringing up, Stephen Housen? Uh, do you know what? It's hard being right all the time, so sometimes you have to get one that was only half right. It's a Stephen Housen tweet, ladies and gentlemen. 2016, the 2nd of January, by the way, 2016. Pep confirmed by City. Let's see how he does in the Prem Den. I reckon he'll buckle under pressure. Won't last two years. In my defence, I didn't think he was going to get to replace players that he bought immediately. Oh, please. To the level that he has done. Oh, please. Do you know where it was? Spent more on defence than the American military. Ugh. Steve, you <laughs> thought the Man United dominancy was just going to magically come back. But you didn't know. In 2016. 
wait, hang on a minute. Even though Fergie had been gone, there was still the arrogance of we're Man United. We had Louis van Gaal. There's still that arrogance today. I don't we know why. We just got back <laughs> to back why. draws, I think, at like Stoke and Norwich that week. So I don't think there was any arrogance there. Five Premier League titles in seven years. Yeah. What did I say? Won't last two years. He's been here seven. So he's not lasted two years. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, half right. Do you feel like the noisy neighbours now? No. No. Because, listen, there's not enough of them in Manchester to make any sort of impact on my life. So it's not a problem. Are you sure about that? I'm 100% sure about what that. What makes you say that? Because I was cutting about the place like I always am every day. And it's sound. Yeah, but that's because they were focused on winning the league. Me bollocks. Yeah. Uh, City beating Chelsea 1-0. They had their second string team, really, innit? So. Yeah, I'd say so. Probably the best bench in Premier League history, mm -hmm. I'd say. That bench that he put out there because... To be able to make them type of changes, I don't see how anyone can live with that, that that strength and depth. But they did what they needed to do. Beat Chelsea wasn't a particularly entertaining game. It was almost like it was. It felt like an end of season game where there's nothing to play for and you just play it out. But obviously they had to win. The, they'd won the title by then, and it it certainly felt that way. But they have been phenomenal this season, Manchester City. When it comes to this time of the season, I don't think there's a team like it. They can just win and win and win. And some of their players as well step up. Gundogan for me, this this is his time. This is when he shines. He's been mega. All the, every He's single time this the start of the season, this this time of the season, he steps up with big goals. I just don't understand why he's leaving. You say that right, and I, I'm I'm in agreement with you because I won't get rid of him. But Pep's very clever at letting players go to bring at the right time and then bringing another one back in. So yeah. it would surprise if you've got someone lined up for when Gundogan does go. Oh, they always he do. comes in, yeah. They always do, but it's it's kind of like they could still do with this one. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because he's got he scores big goals, big games. But it's not just his goals. I mean, the goals is nice, but it's big performances. Mm, yeah, he's just. It's one of those players where you just go, decision-making's mega. Mm. You can watch him all day long. And I know he's playing alongside Kevin De Bruyne, which probably makes everyone's life a little bit easier because he's pretty good and all. But yeah, it's a mad one to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, congratulations to them. Didn't see them uh, turn it around, but they have. Uh, Chelsea, you want to talk about Frank Lampard? Yeah, so Frank Lampard did what we all expected and lost another game. Um, what's that put his win rate out for this? What is it, last 25 games? like... 3%, 2%? No way. Do you reckon you're a better manager than Frank Lampard? Uh, listen, I'll, I'll certainly give it a go. I'd give it a go, but yeah. I mean... We all, we all do too, Darren. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bonkers one. The, the Frank situation and bringing him back to the football club, I get it, it was to appease, appease the fans, but it, an appointment couldn't have gone this badly. I think <sighs> anyone else in charge of Chelsea would have got the sack a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Because you could have put a deflated football in charge of Chelsea and they wouldn't have done as bad. <laughs> Serious. Yeah, it's a bit mad. Yeah. Where did, where he's he's going. I'd be worried for your job, mate, because he is getting straight into broadcasting because he is not getting another managerial job well, fair, in any league. To be fair, him and Goldstein don't get on, so I don't think he's going to sit alongside Goldstein. So I might be around for, <laughs> for a bit of time. Mate, it'll be somewhere else. They'll find a space for him somewhere else. But um, where did they go from here, though, man? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Chelsea? Yeah. Oh, they'll be all right. The, 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 next the, season, this football club, top five next season, this, guaranteed. Nah, I'd this, say top six. This football club has got a, a weird way of when everyone thinks the walls are falling off, they go and win something big the following mm. season. Now, I don't mm. think all of a sudden they've turned into a cup team. They're, I don't think they're, they're challenging for leagues uh, anytime soon. But would they win an FA Cup? Wouldn't surprise me. League Cup wouldn't surprise me. And I think if they get Pochettino in or a proper manager who can get rid of some <laughs> of the players they can get in, I think they'll be back. You know, just look how many top top players they've got and how much they've spent some of them will settle in they might find a striker they might even bring bring, uh, bring big Ron back and mm. just let him play. I, hope, I hope they bring him back yeah I think it, it could be a good time innit? Mm. it could actually finally work do you reckon, do you reckon? I think it could do yeah. yeah absolutely could do and and that's it like Pochettino walks into a team that's got quite a lot of characters in it some unbelievable talent about 700 number 10s which he needs to get a couple <laughs> of them shifted up but he's got enough he's probably got two really strong squads it's about finding what's the personality of this team? How do they really naturally want to play? And then putting it on them and, and letting them go and play and having a bit of defensive structure, which obviously Frank hasn't got a clue on. So Listen, Frank Lampard, great player. Obviously, we can't deny it's not been great. Oh, I, I, he I, said, to me, he's better than Gerard as a player. But as a manager, not about the same. Um, <laughs> he said after the game, we need to show a performance today. Um, in my opinion... With everyone watching, I thought they acquitted. In my opinion, stop it. I thought they acquitted themselves well today. I Mate, said to them before City's the game, team just popped you about. We need to show intensity while were doing and it. show ourselves that we had a responsibility to play. Now, I just think he's just looking for words there. I could even read that properly because I just Chat GPT wrote that. What are you saying? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I say top six. If they finish top six next season, I think that's not bad for. Poch. I, I guarantee they do. Yeah. yeah, guarantee they, they have to. They're going to have no European football. They can concentrate on it week for week. That means he gets to implement his style twice as much, twice as quickly than the teams that have got Conf Europa Conference, Europa League, Champions League. They will be I, not even top six. I think I will go one further and say top five because I think that race for top four is going to be spicy. I think Liverpool will be in there next year. Someone's falling out, and I think it, it'd be either you lot or Newcastle. It's definitely nice. Um, speaking about Arsenal. Losing 1-0. 82% possession. No, I think a lot of people thought that Arsenal were going to lose that game before ball was kicked. I was I was trying to be positive, upbeat, and think, no, Arsenal will bounce back. They'll, they'll get a result against Forest, But it wasn't meant to be. And I think for Mikel Arteta, he would have learned a lot from this Arsenal team this season, and certainly this period. But I think it still shows the, 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 the fragility of the squad. I think he still needs to bring one or two more players in, even in areas where people don't maybe necessarily expect. Like, I would go and get another centre-forward. I think they have to. Yeah. Because I, I love Gabriel Jesus. Spends too much of his time outside the box. You need someone who's going to stay in there, score goals. And I, I, I don't think when I look at Gabriel Jesus, who is an absolutely top draw quality player, I don't see that burning desire to want to score goals. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't see it with him. Whereas Enketia has got that burning desire, but goals, 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 goals. Mm -hmm. But he's not as good as Gabriel Jesus. So you're kind of caught in between. Well, surely time, right? He's still part of the process. What What is your problem? 
What? He's young. Uh, no, it's not that. I literally was just reading the notes and it's just in bold. Most days spent at the top of the Premier League without winning the title. It just creeps me. Sorry. 248 <laughs> days. You know. But, I, you know. It's an elephant in a tree, Joel. It's, it's experience. I don't know how it's up there. We all know it's going to come down. Listen. It's still up there. It's still up there. It's still up there. Oh, he's back on the floor now. There you go. Experience, my friend. Experience. But, yeah, going back to what Darren was saying. Um... <laughs> Yeah, again, look, I'm not going to lie. I would like to see another striker there. Mm. Just some, maybe someone with a different dynamic. Yeah. I don't know. But the problem is, we were talking earlier on on the special that we've got with you coming out. There's not a lot of strikers out there like they were in your time, man. Before, you could literally just go, all right, who Everyone do I want? Mid now, it's like the academy system mm. showing its fruits. Cams. Yeah, everyone's playing. Everyone's techie, everyone's... Yeah. No, no, no one really wants to go and put their head in there where it hurts and, and put the mm. ball in the back of the net. And as you said, the, there are ones out there, but it's it's a difficult one. But I, you, you have to go and get one, I believe, because he, he was brilliant, Gabriel Jesus, at times, but spent way too much of his time outside the box. The balls are flashing across the six-yard box. No one's there putting it in. I you, think you, that's the bread and butter. I think this is where Pep is ruthless because, again, not saying that Gabriel Jesus has had a bad season, but he'll identify where he thinks there's a maybe an area to improve. Mm. And they'll just go out there and get Blaovic. Like, literally. Yeah. Just like that. Boom. Despite Jesus being the marquee signing last season, yeah. they don't care. He don't care about feelings, bruv. No. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're in a place where we're going to want to protect Gabriel to let him know that he's still the number one striker. Mm. And, you know, it's all right. Soft, not ruthless. It's, it's all right. You know, Saliba, he got injured. Missed out on Martinez, not being ruthless. What signing he's been. Yeah, shot his centre half. That's is it. What was Graham Sooner saying? There's no centre half under six foot has ever done it in the Premier League. Boom! Now there is. No, it's true. No, it's true. So start on Mudrick. I think it Would all depends on what we do this summer. Good player because you can tell Nottingham Forest. We weren't interested, bro. No. Do you know what I mean? Like that's happened to us a couple of times though. Yeah. That, I think that happened last year in the FA Cup. Yeah. We went down there and got beat up as well again. So yeah. in the FA Cup, beat up. So it's clearly it's not it's not a good hunting ground. This for is football heritage. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 like party playing right back. He's been anonymous yeah. in the last five six weeks, really. But I, th I think that is part down to do with Saliba because Saliba, it was like a ripple effect. Party's form went. Saka then his form's gone a little bit. But I just think it's because Saliba's so comfortable on the ball. Ben White can push a bit further forward. Party knows what he's doing. But yeah, but this is where we're short though. Because yeah. think about it, yeah. Yes, I understand Saliba. Big miss. I was talking to one of the guys here at New Era. Um, global Marcus, he was saying, you know what, if Saliba was fit, the title race is a different story. I'm like, when you look at City, one one player's gone, they replace it with another one. Yeah. Cancelo gets into a mad one with Guardiola, he shipped off. Cancelo who? He was the best left back <laughs> yeah, in, the, yeah. in the league, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. world last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's mad. Now, all of a sudden, you know, Arsenal want to buy him. I don't think City are going to sell to us, but it's like, they don't care, bruv. Ruthless, ruthless yeah. energy. And I want us to get to the point where we can be like that. Declan Rice, you want him? Go get him. Get him. We could have had Casado in January for like 70 mil. Yeah. I remember we were sitting here saying, pay it. This guy is the truth. Yeah. Dilly Dallying. Uh -uh. Go signs a new contract. Now it's going to cost, cost us over 100 milli. Yeah. Easy. It's not because you're not going to get him. Well, there you go. He's going to go to a serious club. Oh, stop it. Where would he go then? I don't know, Liverpool. to be honest, yeah. But there is a lot of talk about Liverpool. That's the one that makes the most... Obviously, I'd love them to come to Arsenal, but outside of Arsenal, mm. that's the one that makes the most sense because they just... Fabinho's getting older, hasn't got the legs anymore. I think you're getting Deck on Rice. Yeah, I think Deckers, Deckers with the Techers is coming, but we need someone else as well because if Xhaka's going, 
We need two. Yeah, we need two centre midfielders. Yeah, the error's not good enough. We need another centre back because I'm not sure about Saliba being fit the whole season. Mm. Obviously, I don't know the, the situation with Kivior doing up his boots and that. And I just don't know about all of that. Uh, and I'm not. I'm a bit like when it comes to Gabriel, I feel like he needs someone comfortable around him, yeah. and they need a good understudy. So you're probably maybe even two centre backs. Honestly, yeah, right back. No, I'm, I'm happy with right then back. Then you're gonna actually. be dealing with Tommy Asu. Yeah, right, I'm happy with right. Then you're gonna be dealing with Champions League football. We all know yeah. your fans' expectations through the pissing roof. And then you got on the right hand side, Saka. He needs a good understudy. Yeah, he really he does. Can't he can't play, play every single games game, yeah. season, including yeah. England. Why are you laughing? You know, fucking so enjoying your demise. Overall, it's a bit of a madman. Uh, overall, it's a bit of a mad one. I still reckon we've had a, a better season than United. No, uh, you've not though. I think it's just ended up a little bit mad. I think that's your, I, I agree. Across. I think we have. I think Man United have had a. We're more. going for a treble still. Bangkok Trophy, League Cup, FA Cup. Who's had a better season? <laughs> City win, might win two trophies. Well, we won three. Yeah, out of so. yeah. So yeah, I, I still think that. we have. I, I don't think we've we've made it pretty, but I reckon the direction of the club, hey, agreed. Rather that than the Disney Cup, I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. The, too high, too low. Setting up for a fail straight away. Let's, it's all going to come down crashing next season again. Let's talk about United, please, quickly. Yeah, let's one on the road. Don't worry about it. Beating Bournemouth one nil. Casemiro, fantastic goal. Com comfortable laugh then, weren't they? Maybe he might right. be our best striker. Yeah. I've seen some of the goals he scored this year. Really good. The guy's a joke. Really good. You saw what I had to argue about him and Partey? No, didn't think so. All right, cool. No, but I, th I think for large spells, Partey was playing better. Was he playing better? Or was yeah, he, yeah he was. Probably till like, yeah. probably till like the Liverpool but then, game. Yeah, but then Rodri's come and just said, listen, yeah. you're, not, you're not staying in your lane, man. Mm -hmm. Look at that midfield City are messing with, though. Rodri, Gundogan, Kevin De Bruyne. It's a pretty good midfield, that. Yeah, but Rodri's been out. Against Real Madrid, Rodri was different. Yeah. Different. That, I mean, we haven't covered it, have we? Me and Ash talked about it a little bit on the on the flagship show on this channel. Um, the and Ash show with no name. Yep. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that was, I thought, as we filmed that, it was one of the top five worst videos I've ever been in. And actually, the edit kind of looks all right. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out to Tom. We, was, <laughs> we, was, <laughs> we was talking about City embarrassed Real Madrid. It was like, it's like they were playing Yeovil. Yeah. <laughs> Won it? It was bad. Am I wrong? No, it was bad. And they that's why. Battered them. And that's why, for me, they're a better team than an 07 08 team. Oh, shut up, Joel. Easily. No doubt. But yeah, with United, practically top four secured now, right? We're a point off, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So if Liverpool don't get maximum points at the weekend, it's done. If we get one point out of our next two, Fulham and Chelsea. You gotta get a point. I mean, Frank Lampard's giving people points just like it's Christmas. So no, you've been saying all that. You watch now. You watch Chelsea. Nailed on. <laughs> Nailed on. Nailed on. Fuck this up on the last day of the season. But United gotta get a point out of both of those games. Mm. And if you don't, you don't deserve to be Champions League football. Of course, hundred percent. Um, and and that's presuming that Newcastle don't drop some points because that's on the cards. They've been a little bit wobbly as the season comes to a close. So yeah, I think United. Ha like this isn't even a debate. United have had a better season than Arsenal. When you think of all the things considered, oh, you put a bit of pressure on City, great. Let's see if you can build on it because ultimately it's you've won Stephen nothing. Hansen. Yeah, it it's is perspective. perspective. You're right. Because it and when United where have your lost, club is. yeah, he does. And, and, and where I'm our club is, yeah, where our club is, we needed it. So and you've us, had a manager for how many years? He spent an absolute fortune in those years and he's put a bit of pressure on someone and won nothing. Sweet. No, but the direction of the club has changed now. We're now a Champions League team again. Okay. Yeah. 
We needed that. We've won a trophy. We don't. We are also first Champions of all, League. No one cares about that trophy. Doesn't matter. Can it get you into Europe? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It? It's a general. Not question. into the Champions League, but it gets you into uh, Europa. So he has come in and done a good job. He's won a trophy. The the one criticism that Oli didn't have, or the one criticism that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was getting, who by the way has had a better season as a Man United manager than Arteta's had this year. Don't remember anyone calling him great. Um, was like never won anything, and. Tenar came in, ticked that box with a Bangkok trophy straight off the bat, followed it up with a World Cup, followed it up with the League Cup, three trophies first season, smashed it. Right? I, need, I need to ask you. I need to finish is, my this... little point, right? So we're in the Champions League. Mm. We have won a trophy. Mm. We, you talk about the, its perspective and what's happened. Yeah, here's what's happened. United lost four strikers this season. We didn't get Greenwood. We lost Cristiano Ronaldo. We lost Cavani at the start of the season and Anthony Martial is a fucking ghost. So we've not had any strikers available to us all season. So the fact that we've done all of that, as well as beating Liverpool, beating Arsenal, beating Manchester City this season. But we beat you too. Yeah, okay. But we, we finished still, fifth last year. Right. But we still and beat all of those teams. for 248 yeah, I, days. Yeah, and won nothing. Yeah, well done. Still, still, so still there, we've turned all of those things. We've become a team, at least at home, that's capable of winning those games. And we've become a team we've got that challenges City. Mm. What's your point? Challenged. What's your point? That's my, that's my only thing when it comes to that debate, because we have this debate all the time. The, the only reason I say that Arsenal have had a better season is that more successful, yes, Man United, because they picked up that trophy. But when you look at games won, goals conceded, goals scored, all that kind of... Mm-hmm. Arsenal better than all of them. Exactly. More twice against the top six, Arsenal top of that was yeah, second. But again, you do this with your, your team that drew loads in 2004. You can't take the league in isolation. It exists alongside the other competitions. You play on a Thursday night, it affects how you do on the Sunday. Mm. So United have gone the distance in the two domestic competitions. One, one, TBC on the other. Doesn't look good if we're being honest, but we're in the final. And then we went really far in the Europa League. That has had impacts on how we've had to perform in the Premier League. You lot phoned it in in the Europa League. That was the only time Vieira's had a start, I think. Right? Has he had a start in the league? Uh, no started every game in, the, in Europa no, League no, he did. He, so he started, he started against he started uh, recently, Southampton he, yeah. he started against yeah. but the guy started every game in Europa League so you guys from day one focused on this and we spread ourselves too thin and now you can say well we did better in this because we fo- but you focused on it yeah. if we'd have tossed all the other competitions off like you did we might have been able to match what you did in the league yeah um, player of the season for Man United I think it's free in contention and I wouldn't be upset if it was either of them. I think Bruno, Rashford, Casemiro. And if it wasn't for the injury towards the back end, Martinez would have been in the mix as well. What about yourself for United? Uh, listen, Rashford's been good, but I almost think Rashford's like three months. Like before the World Cup, it wasn't... It was it was building I mean, into form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Post-World Cup, it was really hot. I'd probably say Casemiro is, is probably the one where you'd go... That's mad because he's been on holiday for like yeah. a lot of the time. Transformative though. <laughs> yeah, I think when, you, when he's not there, you notice a big difference huge, when he's not there. Huge, huge. Shout out to Christian Eriksen as well. He's been class. Yes, yes. But it's not been as consistent. Obviously, he got injured, mm. but yeah. So, I don't know. And Rashford, the situation. What's going on? The contract. Are they really going to allow him to go into the new season with one year left? Um, looks like it. I think they'll get the deal done. I don't think there's anywhere he's going to go. Uh, I think... Um, PSG? PSG or Snake? I can't see him leaving though, regardless. I just can't see him leaving United. I feel like he's Manchester through and through, so I think I'm with you. He'll get the deal done. Here's what my understanding of the situation is. If there's a chance of winning things at Manchester United, he's going nowhere, even if it's two, three, four, five days down the line. If there's a chance for him to win one Premier League, I 
I'm almost certain Marcus would stick around to be that homegrown Withenshaw boy that wins the Premier League with Manchester United. And I don't think doing anything anywhere else trumps that. So I think if there's a sniff of that, if he believes in the project, and I haven't spoken to him about Eric Ten Hag, so I don't know what his true feelings on him are. From the outside, he looks pretty happy. Mm-hmm. So I would have to assume it's going to be a day one for United. Mm-hmm. If they'd have done this last season mm-hmm. and sat him down and shown a bit of loyalty to him and said, actually, we believe in you. We know you're going to get back to the best. There's a five-year deal and we'll crack on. Then you sit there breathing out as he's just gone on the run that he's gone this season mm-hmm. because as he was going on that run, United have been like, fuck me. I'm going to have to get him in in a minute. Okay, now this is going to be dear. So United are probably happy the way the season's ended because they can go, oh, we had a bit of a spell, didn't we? Anyway, that's what you're getting offered. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not as much as it would have been in January. What would it offer me? (sighs) It's got to be north of 250, I reckon. I reckon it might even touch the three. more than that, you know. I think he'll be hitting 350s, you know. That's what Especially when you've got Jaden uh, Sancho's allegedly on that sort of cash. You've yeah. got um, David De Gea's been on that sort of cash. He's earned it though, David De Gea, though, isn't he? If anyone's earned it, it's him, man. I know he's, he's obviously struggling now. Sure? I don't think you get value for money out of him. For I don't think he's the best goalkeeper in the world and he's paid like he is. No, but if it's for 10 years, he's been unbelievable for Manchester That's like service cash. He's got to be. Service. No gold clock here. It's like, what are you doing for us this week? Yeah. And he is going to finish on Golden Glove. And this is the mad conundrum that David De Gea is. He's got, no one else has made more errors leading to goals. And he's got the most clean sheets. Crazy, that. Mental. Mental. So, yeah, I reckon, I I think Marcus will get the deal done. And I think it's going to cost United a lot of money. 350 or more. Yeah. But when you think about the cost of that contract versus if you wanted to bring someone someone in of commensurate value it's costing you 100 million on a transfer fee and the, and the uh, wages get the money's money exactly uh, moving it on quickly Liverpool won Aston Villa won um, to be honest with you Liverpool got lucky again at Anfield <sighs> you know what it's just a write off season for them really isn't it like and when I say write off this team were in the Champions League final though, up until like last week was unbelievable scary for United it was but and, well for you lot Next season, no, 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 we're good. We're good, we're good. You think you've got a fifth place on lockdown? Yeah, no, no, we'll get top four next year. Man of the match, Bobby Firmino looks like he's leaving and he's leaving on a high. Well done for him, great career. Uh, Ollie Watkins missing a penalty. Uh, Ramsey, young boy on fire. More on Aston Villa next season. (laughs) Tottenham. Getting slapped by Brentford 3 1. Harry Kane trying to be their savior again. Uh, Terry Kane just cried himself to sleep at night honestly it's, it's because he was that close wanting to go in yeah. City he'd have had so many medals if he'd have just been there like last year and this year on the back of that yeah uh-huh. I mean obviously Brentford doing their job despite mm. Ivan Tony getting the ban do you reckon do they'll be alright without him I think yeah, I think they they, they they signed that Sharda, didn't they? Because they mm. thought this was coming. Mm. And that front three, they're dangerous. I mean, mm. I think long-term, they'd struggle without him because Tony's, I think he's one of the best in the Premier League, but they've got to find a way of winning games without him. And, and that was a good audition with M3 because Mbwemo stepped up, Vissa stepped up, and Sharda, they're sharp, them three. Yeah. But I think long-term, though, which one of them is going to get enough goals to, to keep Brentford where they are? That's the difficulty. It's going to be hard. I haven't heard you talk on Tony. Do you think it's a bit strong, the eight yeah, month? Yeah, 100%. Like, I get it, he's broke the rules and he sh- there sh- maybe should be a punishment. But when you look at some of the bands that have been thrown out for, say, Suarez racism, it's eight games, man. Eight games. And, and, and they're banning Tony for eight months. Well, tell me the logic in that. I know. Rest of the games, you got Fulham drawing two with Crystal Palace, Wolves 1-1 with Everton, West Ham feeling themselves after getting into the Conference League final, 3-1 against Leeds. Leeds are practically down. Brighton 3-1 against Southampton. Did you just do Wolves and Everton or did you just skip it? I just skipped it. Man. But 
Everton are in trouble, mate. Yeah, all right, they're going down. I don't care. I don't like, care what's going on down I, there. I'd just like to put it out there. I really want them to go down. Why? I don't know. I'm, it's irrational, but I would like it. Well, you heard what the man said. Listen, time here. We've got a video coming out with Darren Bentley. He talks us through his footballing career. Amazing stories. And like I said, please check out his channel. Uh, it's all about footwear. My guy knows his stuff, bro. Mm. I'm telling you. And he's got a show coming out on Five soon called The Reboot when we focus on players, careers, and their boots. Amazing stuff. Darren, thank you, bro. Joe, love it. Oh, man, it's See, refreshing having month. you here. Guys, make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. We will be back soon. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.